0: You're listening to 9 to 1 here on OCRFM, and joining me on the phone, I have the Mayor of the Colac Otway Shire, Joe McCracken. How's it going, Joe?
1: I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on today as well.
0: No problem at all. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to have a chat.
1: Pleasure.
0: (laughs) Um, Now, I'll kick off uh, our conversation talking about uh, something rather exciting, but a little bit daunting at the same time, Uh, Australia Day, Um, each year there's a community within the Cotway Shire that hosts the uh, celebrations but currently it's vacant
1: Yes, that's right and at the moment we're sort of um, putting the feels out there to make sure that um, we do have a host for next year we've got a um, Australia Day committee that's being set up mm-hmm. and uh, expressions of interest are out at the moment they close on the 14th of August so if anyone uh, is interested in being um, a community repres- representative on the Australia Day um, Committee, make sure that they get in touch with the Shire, come to the front office there, yep. um, send us an email, however they want to get in touch. We'd love to hear from them and um, have their feedback on the committee.
0: So what sort of things will be involved with uh, the the Australia Day Committee?
1: Yeah, so it's an interesting one. We sort of um, have set the terms of reference. Um, we're looking, firstly, to try and get five community members um, to be on the Advisory Committee um, yep. They help set up um, the awards that are awarded and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we've got five different awards. You've got the Citizen of the Year, the Young Citizen of the Year, the Community Service Award, the Sporting Service Award and the After Award. So we hope that those members of the community are able to um, sort of have their input into who they think should get those awards, which is a really important thing um, to happen. It's good to get community involvement in these sorts of things then um, it hasn't happened in the past, this is the first time it's happened, and we're really pleased that it's um, involving others in the community to try and actually um, make sure that our community has a say over...
0: Yep, has a voice.
1: Yeah, exactly. Who are the recipients? You know, it's a good way to do business.
0: Sounds perfect, because um, it is really a representation of the community at the Australia Day uh, Ceremony.
1: Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. So, yeah, it's important that everyone um, has the opportunity to at least get involved. So, yep. um, yeah, make sure if you're interested, 14th of August is the um, closing date
0: for expressions of interest. No problem. We'll stick all those details up on uh, the Facebook page. And so uh, will they then help to choose where the uh, Australia Day ceremony will be held, or uh, is that still within the shire's responsibilities? No,
1: that'll certainly be part of the um, the process that the committee um, has as well. So, yeah, yeah depending on um, what different community organisations put forward an interest to. So we'll be certainly working together to make sure that we get a positive outcome at least. So, yeah, yeah we'll go from there.
0: Fantastic. Well, speaking of uh, the community's voice and uh, shaping the future, um, the 2050 growth plan.
1: Yes very big growth plan it's a <laughs> long way away people are thinking that it'll it'll come around soon enough
0: yeah so uh the draft has uh gone forward for uh, a few amendments and things like that where where are we at at the moment
1: yeah so um yeah we just did uh the 2050 growth plan at the last council meeting to go out um for consultation so it would be good if um people had an opportunity to sort of talk about that. Um, Obviously there's a lot of items in there that are of interest to people in the community. So it's really looking at where is Colac going to grow in the future? Is it uh, to our south? Mm -hmm. Which parts of the south? Is it to our west? Is it to our east? Um, Where do people see the growth? Um, What is to do with the landscape? I mean, some of our areas in Colac are flood prone so there's difficulties around that. So it's just Seeking community feedback so that we can get some feedback from locals as to you know what they think, how it looks, what's your feel of it, Where to where from to here, sort from of thing.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, because it, it does. It's all encompassing. It's not just uh, the urban growth. There's the housing accommodation, economic development, all that sort of stuff that would come into play.
1: Absolutely, but primarily it's to do with residential housing, mm-hmm. um, and of course that is a big driver for a lot of our um, local economy anyway. But it's also to do with things like um, connectivity, to do with bike paths yep. and making sure that people can actually, you know, sure they can live in a town, but how do they get around the town as well? Yeah, as much as it might be about how where people reside, it's also about how they get around, what's their exist- you know, the access to um, hospitals, to schools, to um, amenities and those sorts of things. So we want to have a not just a, a microscopic sort of look, it's, it's more of a, a helicopter sort of view of yep. um, what Colac would look like at 2050. And it's a pretty exciting thing, I reckon.
0: Well, there's some pretty interesting projections there, uh, growth-wise.
1: Yeah, the projections um, estimate that it will be a, a population of around 20,000 or so. Mm. Um, and Colac has got a population of around about 12,000 now. So that's an extra 8,000-odd people that we're going to have to find space for in Colac. That's right. Where are they going to live? Where are they going to work? Where are they going to shop? Where are they going to play footy or netball or sport, whichever sport they want to play? Yep. Um, Where's all this going to happen?
0: There's got to be space for them somewhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That means more radio listeners as well. (laughs) Of course.
0: Of course. (laughs) And uh, some more exciting news this week um, that, again, planning for the future, the Great Ocean Road has had some good news this week.
1: Yes. Look, the Great Ocean Road has always been something that, um, well, it's such a significant asset. Mm. Um, uh, Not many people know this, but the Great Ocean Road actually um, pulls in more tourists than the Great Barrier Reef and Uluru combined. Wow. (laughs) It's massive.
0: That's a pretty impressive stat. Yeah.
1: So with that in mind, we were pretty pleased to see that uh, the state opposition have called for a Great Ocean Road Authority and that's the position that Colac Otway have been campaigning uh, for for a couple of years now so I'm really really pleased to see that's happened let's hope all sides of politics can get behind it, it's too big of an issue to sort of make political, we want to get both sides on politics on board so that we can actually get it done because it's fair to say that a lot of the issues down at the Great Ocean Road are caused because there's a lot of different agencies responsible for different parts Yep. Some of them don't necessarily talk to each other as well as what they could. So if there's one authority that was responsible for the Great Ocean Road, treating it as a holistic sort of integrated system, that would that would certainly have far better outcomes, I think, than the approach that we've got at the moment.
0: Exactly. Um, we might end on, I don't want to end on, uh, I guess, a sad note, but... Uh it's a positive step, I guess, that uh, we've had one of our councillors recently uh, retire from his position.
1: Yeah, we have, Terry Woodcroft. Um, he's a real gentleman, Terry. He's resigned because he's got quite an increasing workload at the um, Vic Poll Victoria Police. Um, Terry serves as a, a youth officer there. Yep. And um, it's fair to say that um, the workload with youth is certainly um, not... Going to um, slow down to slow anytime down. soon. Yep, yep. So I think um, it was a very difficult decision for Terry. I think.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah.
1: But I think um, in his heart of hearts, he made the move because he really does care about the work that he does. Yep. And he didn't want to be torn between um, doing two jobs—one, um, one which was you know really on the, on the ground with our youth, and, and one that was sort of working with youth in another capacity. And I yes. think. Um, to do two jobs sort of medium well mm-hmm. or do one job really well, yep. I think that's that's the thinking behind Terry's move. And I think, um, you know, he'll be greatly missed.
0: Oh, exactly, um, exactly.
1: So, yeah, I wish Terry all the best. I think it's a really bold move. It's a real gutsy move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, in, in I the think lo- we'll be the poorer for it on council. Yes,
0: yeah. He has obviously made the decision with that uh, in mind that, he he doesn't want to be trying to dedicate himself, putting so much into two things, as you say, uh, not half-heartedly, but uh, not to the full capacity that he could uh, he could be doing it.
1: Yeah, I guess it goes back to what I was saying. You know, you don't want to spread yourself too thin.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, the process now is uh, a countback.
1: Yeah, the countback process um, occurs. So the shire, we've already let the. Uh, Victorian Electoral Commission know mm-hmm. and we also had to let the State Minister for Local Government know as well. So that's happened and now it's in the hands of the Victorian Electoral Commission. So they'll conduct the count-back process, they'll let us know um, and how it works is that they look at um, Councillor Woodcroft's um, preferences and they'll redistribute them to the candidates that um, might have sat 8th the 9th and 10th um, underneath the seven councillors that were elected. And um, they'll ask the next um, candidate, once they reach quota, if they'd like to um, be a councillor. If they accept, yep. that's good. Mm-hmm. And if not, they'll go to the next one.
0: Yep, yep. I just work through the process that way.
1: Yeah. We we expect to have a result sort of within four weeks. So we're looking perhaps early September-ish. Yep. But um, we'll wait to hear from the Victorian Electoral Commission before we... Uh, sort of go any further on that. It's in their hands
0: now. Well, uh, thanks so much for having a, a chat this morning.
1: Oh, absolute pleasure. Thanks very much for having me on.
0: No problem at all, and uh, yeah, thanks for keeping us informed. Are there any uh, other exciting things on the horizon for the Kaila-Kotway
1: Well, if any anyone out there wants to brave um, a cold winter's night, they can certainly come down to Apollo Bay next uh, Wednesday. We've got a council meeting down there to consider um, submissions on the uh, resort proposal. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a pretty interesting um, meeting down there if they want to come down.
0: Yep, yep, yep. No problem. Well, thanks again for having a chat, Joe.
1: Always a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me on.
0: Is there a song we can play for you uh, today?
1: Yeah, it is one that the kids are at school have actually been hassling me about. It's <laughs> right. Coming Home by Shepherd.
0: No problem at all. Well, thanks again. We'll uh, We'll chat soon.
1: <laughs> no worries. Thanks. Bye.